Hey guys, welcome back to With Love. I'm Tala, and today I'm here with a very special guest, my BFF, Veronica. Hey everyone, I'm Veronica. I'm 18 years old, the same age as Tala. We've gone to the same middle school, but then we stopped going to the same school in high school, Mm -hmm. and I've known Tala ever since then, and we remain pretty good friends. Pretty good. More like like BFF. Yeah. Anyways, so today we're going to be talking about how COVID like changed our lives. And it's interesting because both of our COVID experiences were pretty different, but kind of kind of have the same results. So I want to start off with how your life was like before, during and after COVID. Yeah, sure. So before COVID, I was really social. I was Mm -hmm. able to hang out all the time. I was fully absorbed in school and extracurriculars and I was just very focusing on my social life. And then during COVID, I was sort of hit with the harsh reality of having to be in forced solitude, I guess, because I wasn't used to being alone for all this time. And it was really significant in my family. I don't know about others, but I have immunocompromised people in my family, so I couldn't see anyone for over a year, even Mm -hmm. like outside or anything like that. So I was sort of put alone, like in my own thoughts, and I had to focus on a lot of reflections from like my past and things like that because you can only do so much with your hobbies and stuff sometimes you just have to stay with your own mind Mm -hmm. and I guess that sort of changed a lot of things and afterwards I'm still in this stage because even though we're not fully out of yeah we're not in lockdown anymore so we're sort of just like getting back into the into the swing of things (laughs) (laughs) and so now I guess from those changes during my alone time it kind of affected a lot of things in that sense yeah like i don't know looking at our lives before covid is just like so weird like we would have moves like each weekend we would hang out every single day like summer summer 19 is something we like to refer to a lot because it was like our best summer ever and like the difference between literally summer when we were going into junior year and then summer when you're going into senior year was just like so different yeah it's different because in summer as a younger kid you kind mm -hmm. of not that we were super young or anything but your priorities are kind of set different because so you're kind of changed and shifted to college and like jobs (laughs) and things like that exactly like how old were you 16 yeah but either way Mm -hmm. like i feel like overall you're with all the that stuff like Mm -hmm. summer 2020 was the most different of all because it was so different you were we were all alone Exactly. So even with the change from maybe 19 or 18, we had like different priorities, but now it was kind of just like for to keep to ourselves. Exactly. And it was like so weird going from seeing Veronica like every single day <laughs> to not seeing her for months. It was so weird. And then A when year. we Yeah, and then when we would see each other, it was like we had to social distance, obviously and, like wear the mask and stuff like that. And I would have to get tested yeah. before we before we would hang out and stuff. But um Either way, I feel like even after all that time, our relationship stayed really similar. Like, nothing really changed, Mm -hmm. which is, I I think, a really strong sign of a good relationship. Yeah, that just shows that we're meant to be BFFs (laughs) forever. But, like, other than the negative parts, like, not seeing me, what were some of the pros (laughs) of COVID? Yeah, so some of the pros, I guess. I had a lot of downtime, which is, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you could view that as a pro, because especially if you like being socially active and things Mm -hmm. like that, which I do, I had a lot of downtime to myself, and that kind of 
let me open up to my old hobbies that I liked in the past. And I sort of picked those up because I would never really had time for it before. But then now that I was alone, I had so much time for that. And I was able to try new hobbies as well. Like get into, like I tried skateboarding. That didn't go Ooh, very well. skater girl. That did not go well. Um, yeah, I picked up art again and just, yeah, I liked being able to find new ways to talk mm-hmm. to people. No, yeah. And I feel like when you're just with yourself for so long, you can only spend so much time on your phone. Like, okay, you go on your phone, you do whatever, watch movies, but then like you need more in your life. And so like picking up those hobbies when you're forced to be by yourself, I think was like good because because now you like know more about yourself and you're like doing things that kind of benefit you rather than... Because I remember I would do that Chloe Ting during COVID. Yeah, I was such a Chloe Ting girl. And then, and then like, I stopped completely doing Chloe Ting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like we all kind of go through a cycle mm-hmm. of trying new things and then dropping them and then picking something exactly. else up. We just have to find mm-hmm. the thing that's right for us, I guess, or what we're good at. Yeah, like, during COVID, I was dedicated. I'm like, I need to glow up during COVID. Like, I need people to see me before I before i went on lockdown and then after and be like oh my god who is she and so i was like i'm gonna work out i'm gonna like change my hair i'm gonna do this is that and then like i worked out for like a week and, and then, then kind of go into a slump right like, exactly for me personally i do that stuff and then i go into a slump and then i get back into it it's kind mm-hmm. of just like a whole cycle of me being super motivated and then exactly losing motivation completely I lost so much motivation i feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people have that situation though exactly and like with school i feel like i lost so much motivation during covid because i was always at my house like i'm like oh like i'm at home like i get to wake up when i want i get to stay in my pajamas like i get to you know like that motivation that that your academics or like your perspective on school kind of changed through this or not your perspective but just your work ethic did it change or definitely changed i feel like um so second semester I don't know if it was my senioritis or whatever but like I had zero motivation my missing assignments from this semester (laughs) were like piling but then last semester I feel like I was really on top of my stuff and I just feel like I just feel like I didn't want to be lazy and I wanted to do something for myself since I wasn't going out as much Mm -hmm. I needed to like be productive but then this semester I was just not having it exactly was that how it was like with you or how was it like for you yeah it was actually really similar because before i used to be extremely stuck into like my books (laughs) i would i would i still am but i was very serious about school Mm -hmm. but now i feel like after this time has gone by even though school is a really really distinct priority for me and like I try to do my best in school. I feel like I kind of shifted like mm-hmm. with what I think is best for myself. I, like, agree. I have to focus more on my mental health, which is kind of a yeah. issue. But you have to be able to find the right balance. And even though I'm still working on that, I feel like I'm getting a bit better at it. Mm-hmm. Like the best example I can give was at first in the second semester of this senior year, that's when my senioritis hit mm. and all my assignments just started piling on top of each other. And I sort of tried to not really focus on school. Mm-hmm. Because I was trying to improve my mental health. But yeah. I realized that sometimes the way that, like, I view school 
it's too intense and I need to lay back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that kind of made it difficult because it's hard to find a balance between trying to do what's best for yourself or best for like your future. Yeah, so exactly. Because of that, my assignments piled up on top of each other. And then like a few days before the semester, I was calling all my teachers, just like trying to crunch it all in. So that mm-hmm. was really not good. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And like, how do you, how was your school life during junior, like second semester of junior year when like the COVID first started? Because for me, I feel like that's when my work ethic really shifted. I feel like negatively. Yeah. But then Um, like senior year, I kind of picked it back up because junior year, I felt like, oh, it's the end of the year. Like, we're in COVID. I don't really care, Mm -hmm. you know? So how was it like for you? Well, my work ethic was still the same, Mm -hmm. I feel like, in junior year, just because that's kind of when college starts rolling around. And my parents were pressuring me, and my school was really big on, like, getting all of our Mm -hmm. students out of of the school. And (laughs) going to college is what they call it, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I was still really focused on it, Mm -hmm. and my work work ethic hasn't didn't change until, Mm -hmm. I guess second semester of senior year Mm -hmm. kind of first I guess but yeah yeah I 100% agree so like after now that we're done talking about school that kind (laughs) of anyways so how did COVID change you like your mindset or like I feel like there was a lot of things especially Mm -hmm. with mindset because Mm -hmm. that since you do have so much time to yourself um I guess mindset kind of also changes the way that others portray you and the way that you really exhibit yourself so I guess for starters, off of a mindset, I kind of realized how dependent I was on others. And oh. I definitely still need to work on that as well. But I found ways to sort of mediate it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people sort of struggle with this. I feel like oh, yeah. seeing that they need to depend on others and how they feel like others have to make them whole or mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better or more like comfortable. I sort of realized that even though I told myself that I didn't need other people, I do. And I think that with finding a right balance, it's okay to realize that you sometimes need other people to make yourself feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like during COVID, you either realize that you do not need anyone and you're fine with yeah. yourself or that, oh, I I feel like I need people around me and like I can't really be by myself for too long because it was a long time during Mm -hmm. the lockdown to be by ourselves and we've no one has ever ever experienced this so it's just like a complete well there was (laughs) back in the good old days there was the flu oh yeah influenza but <laughs> remember ebola and that one that was a whole well, thing we didn't have to experience yeah we didn't that, have thankfully. to experience that but yeah i feel like people really did shift with their relationships like either yeah. actually i personally have a balance of both sometimes i feel like i completely don't need people and then other times i just need to cling to my friends or my mom or people mm-hmm. that i really trust in relationships so to those people that sometimes feel like they need others or other people which are completely polar opposite and they think that they're completely fine alone. I think that with that balance, you can sort of really figure out which one is best for you. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of people, something that I've noticed a lot of people say is that they kind of cut off a lot of relationships. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people realized because if you're not seeing people for that long, you're going to know who who still wants to talk to and who who your real friends are and who's Exactly. You don't want to sort of put water onto a dead plant like yeah. flowering the dead plant exactly it makes sense and after a year alone like like i said i was alone for a really long time mm-hmm. a bit longer than others so that kind of really showed who was still stuck around in my mm-hmm. life like yeah exactly. I, 
I would put effort into people as much as they would put effort into me. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes if I actually cared for a person, I would, of course, go and try to put more effort into that relationship since I knew that I wouldn't have the option of hanging out with them like I would before. So I think that a lot of people sort of saw like others' personalities through mm-hmm. this. Kind of really exactly. shed light on that. Yeah, like who actually cares about you and who... Yeah. Like, like a Still genuine want. relationship, sort of. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. So, like, we talked about more of the internal experiences from COVID, but, like, what are some of the external experiences? Yeah, so I feel like through my time of reflection, I practice a lot of self-care, mm-hmm. which I never really did before because back then, I guess, I had a bunch of these distractions, and with those distractions, I never focused on myself. It was more of just, like, how I could make my life more engaging or, like, I would <laughs> I would, of course, focus on school and my friends, but everything but myself. Mm-hmm. It would always be others before myself. And now, since I was alone for so long, I started realizing that, like, with my mental health probably depreciating a bit over corona. Because for me, I didn't do well until the end mm-hmm. of of the sort of lockdown being mm-hmm. over. So I started focusing on self-care a lot and I guess a lot of people do this in different ways and of course like for me personally I became a lot more spiritual after being Mm. around your family a lot that sort of like since sixth grade like I sort of saw like the way that you and your mom viewed life and like Mm -hmm. I thought that that was really like a good quality Mm -hmm. to have because even though there's negative times there's like of course you guys have a very positive outlook Mm -hmm. on a lot of stuff so I sort of took that into myself and I started reading and about like I started reading books and sort of self-reflecting and that sort of was my mm-hmm. self-directed spiritual path Period. but I guess there's a lot of different ways that people can do this because of course for everyone it's different you and your mom are going to do it differently than mm-hmm. I would do it and something that I tried was journaling I still oh, do yes. this I, I love journaling it's, yeah journaling mm-hmm. like what do you put in your journals I like so sometimes I'll just rant like if I'm going through a problem and I feel like I just need to, like, get it out. I feel like journaling is a super yeah. good way of kind of... Because when I journal, I feel like I realize stuff about myself. Like, yeah. as I'm journaling, I'm like, wait. Like, I put pieces together, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that about myself until, like, I wrote it yeah. down because, yeah, it's... I don't really talk to myself, so I... <laughs> except for this podcast. But, um, like, I feel like <laughs> journaling just just grew, made me grow. And, like, I already talked about this in in like one of my previous episodes but like seeing your growth while you're journaling is like so interesting yeah because like you see like your first entry or whatever and you see how you are now and it's like wow like I really grew and like I feel like especially during this pandemic we all like changed in different ways yeah so like like, that kind of makes me think have you heard of shadow work because what you talked about that's exactly what it is you just put it into words it's kind of like self-therapy but in written form and I guess it doesn't even have to be in written form you can do it through meditation which is something else that I tried Mm -hmm. just like really taking time to yourself even like five minutes out of your day and it's actually scientifically proven in a lot of different ways not in just peace of mind exactly and like with this whole shadow work thing I think it's important to just like face face your problems face your issues face your past yeah your past and like go through all of that because without doing all of that you can't really move forward I feel like exactly it's kind of just like all these things were a pathway into getting more spiritual for me because of course everyone has a self-directed path and people are going to do stuff differently so you obviously don't have to do journals or meditate or Mm -hmm. stuff or try new things for this but I feel like the overall aspect of spirituality is sort of getting into like your past like you said and just 
really focusing on yourself and finding new meaning to Mm -hmm. your life. Yeah, exactly. And like for me, I had a huge problem of like just facing my problems because I was just so scared. And like I always think about like what's the worst case scenario with each thing. And then like when you I don't know, I feel like running away from my problems has always been like a really big thing. And but then like once you do face it, you feel a lot, a lot, a lot better. And like me and Veronica were briefly talking about like the communication aspect to it. So do you want to go more into Yeah, that? even when I was at your house last time, like we sort of saw this kind of happen because oh, yeah. you need to we talked about how letting things bubble inside of you is never good for you. And mm-hmm. I know that everyone knows this and but it's so much easier said than done. And like it is. I'm admitting that I still have this problem. I don't really talk to people about stuff, my personal problems, even to you, even though we're best friends. Like, I just feel like it's not your place. Like, you're obviously not my therapist, but Mm -hmm. sometimes you need to really find people that actually genuinely, truly care about you and they will listen to your problems and you can reflect on Mm -hmm. each other's situations or maybe give each other advice or stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes just having, like, an ear to listen. Like, sometimes I'll rant and I don't even need anyone to say anything like i just like saying it out loud is kind of even yeah that's why journaling is really good Mm -hmm. because even if you don't have a therapist you can be yourself yeah exactly stay with yourself and sometimes being in your own thoughts isn't good but if you just write it out can definitely release some steam no so it can definitely ease some things in that sense but with corona i guess we had to sort of find new forms of communication Mm -hmm. because I couldn't see you face to face. So we had to sort of result to FaceTime and texting. And personally for me, I'm not a very like tech savvy person, even Mm -hmm. though that doesn't take any like (laughs) savviness. I just don't enjoy going on my phone Mm -hmm. that much. I like talking to people so much more because it just seems more real and like a more enticing conversation. So I don't know. What was your opinion kind of on like having to put things online with our relationship? I I don't like putting stuff online. Like especially Snapchat is like obviously a huge form of communication stuff. But Mm -hmm. I hate talking to people on Snapchat. Like I don't know. It takes two snaps to get onto my best friends list. Like (laughs) literally um, I just my love language is quality time. And Mm -hmm. I just love just being around people and like spending time with them rather than just like I don't even like FaceTiming to be honest like online stuff just isn't for me and I know it's for a lot of people but for me I'd rather just like hang out with people face to face yeah but since me and Veronica are such good friends like (laughs) I would always we would always text and we would always FaceTime and stuff but um with the people like I didn't care about that much I didn't it kind of can get exhausting at times having to be online and Mm -hmm. it can even work that way in person some people's social battery just dies out and you can't really you can't exactly put all of your time and energy as much as you want to but Mm -hmm. like I don't have this problem but I know that I've talked to my friends and others and a lot of people just I guess it's not really an issue with social anxiety but it's more of just like how much you can handle at a time Mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of people kind of got social anxiety that's what i was corona. just gonna ask you like how did did that affect you did it you did it really affected me but i'm so proud to say that i kind of got over it because Period. I, I've heard, out of the all the things that i've been saying that i need to work on this is actually one that i overcame mm-hmm. luckily mm-hmm. i it was really bad during corona after a few months of it really setting in and me realizing that like oh my gosh i'm not used to this so mm-hmm. it really messed with the way that i was able to even like talk to people which no, is kind of embarrassing to say but i guess a lot of people went through it as well so it's it's mm-hmm. relatable but 
I kind of went over, I got through it because <laughs> not saying that exposure therapy is like the way to go with everyone, but mm-hmm. I forced myself to go into grocery stores and that's mm-hmm. how bad it was. I couldn't even go into a grocery store without feeling like the flashlight effect, if you know mm-hmm. what that is, no. where like it feels like everyone is staring at you when in mm-hmm. reality they're not. Everyone just thinks they have a flashlight on them. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just felt like that the whole time. But the more that I did it and the more that I got back into the way of life before the pandemic and having to deal with being alone in stores and all just like social interactions and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it kind of eased away and I kind of got over it Mm -hmm. luckily yeah I know like a lot of people probably relate to this because I I've been seeing TikToks too and it's like um when it when we were just getting out of the lockdown or whatever because obviously COVID isn't just completely done but like when we're getting out of the lockdown people were talking about how like their social anxiety just completely elevated after Mm -hmm. because like I don't you can't expect to I don't know you can't expect to come out as the same person you were after the pandemic to be honest I feel like everyone changed in some way because once you're spending all that time by yourself or all that time with your family like I have never spent this much time with my family (laughs) obviously like we were all forced to be together 24 7 Mm -hmm. so it's like obviously you're not going to be the same person yeah so for you do you think like your relationship with your family grew or do you think it got worse or like how do you think the pandemic affected that well being honest well going back to the mental health topic i am super prone to keeping stuff inside and never talking to anyone even my best friends like you Mm -hmm. like even though i know that i have like your shoulder to cry on or whatever Mm -hmm. and just like tell you everything that's going wrong i still choose to keep it inside because i have a sense of guilt but something that was really positive is i really bonded with my sister and my mom Mm -hmm. recently and this is actually after pandemic because that Mm -hmm. was after my period of self-reflection I guess I sort of realized that after being alone for so long I have to talk to my family because they're the ones like blood is always thicker than water so yeah it really is I had I just had to swallow my pride and talk to my mom and my sister about how I was doing and how things just aren't always the mm-hmm. best so mm-hmm. I guess that was really beneficial to my mental health mm-hmm. but I will say that even though it definitely my relationships got stronger with my sister and my mom they depreciated it a lot with other people in my family like mm-hmm. my brother and my dad I just mm-hmm. yeah really with your brother yeah my did, brother did you guys just not talk during the pandemic no. <laughs> I mean his room is right next to mine <laughs> My relationship with him really depreciated because he's very into the whole like tech stuff. Like he uh, loves yeah. being on his computer. And I was actually talking to him and I was like, like, did you like constantly being stuck alone? He's like, I love it. I That's hate like my sister. Interaction. But I like hate me. social interaction. Mm-hmm. I can't go outside. I don't like talking to people. He mm-hmm. won't even like enjoy going to school mm-hmm. celebrations or anything like mm-hmm. that, which is like, there's definitely a crowd like that. I'm just not in that crowd. No, I'm not in that crowd either. (laughs) But my sister... I understand it. I can understand where people, like, who have that mindset come from. I just, like, can't relate to to him in that way. Mm -hmm. So it made it kind of difficult for us to communicate because he doesn't like even communicating with me. Mm -hmm. So it kind of just, like, depreciated our bond over time. It was interesting because, like, I was talking to my sister about this and she liked the lockdown because she didn't have to, like, see people on their Snapchat stories having fun. Like, she didn't like the FOMO. And so when (laughs) it was, like, COVID, no one was hanging out. She's like, I like when, like, everyone is in their house and, like, no one is hanging out. Like, 
Well, for my brother, it wasn't even that. He just enjoyed how he didn't have to do it. He doesn't even care about what other people were doing. He was just like, oh, yeah. me and my no, computer yeah, exactly. finally like, didn't have to like go <laughs> see anyone. No, yeah. I don't know. I feel like for people who are more... Is he a homebody? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, my gosh. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, even with the with the pandemic kind of lifting up, my sister still doesn't yeah. enjoy it. And, like, that's totally fine. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of people are like that. Just, like, how people are. But for me, as soon as, like, the pandemic was, like, getting there, I was, like, I need to see people. Like, I can't be stuck in with my family, like, yeah. this whole time. Obviously, I was, like, being fine of, like, good about it. Like, I was getting tested and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, like... With the vaccines coming out, it's going to make it exactly. a lot easier for people. Hot girl summer vaccine edition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah. I got my vaccines in, and I'm just excited for stuff to sort of start lifting up little by little. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, anyways, to kind of conclude the episode, do you have any advice for people who are, like, going through this as well? Well, for people who have already gone through this Mm -hmm. in a way, like myself, I feel like it. you should sort of just trust your gut and follow what your body tells you because Mm -hmm. you know what's right for yourself even in times when you're down. Mm -hmm. So you should really, like talk to people that you trust or reflect on yourself and find things that make your life better for yourself okay yeah i totally agree veronica anyways thank you so much for coming on that's the end of our episode thank you for having me of course and that's it guys i hope you enjoyed it and also just a quick disclaimer when we're talking about before during and after covid we're talking about more lockdown we're not talking we're not saying like covid is done and just to be like super (laughs) reckless about it but Anyways, guys, bye. Bye. And remember, with everything you do, do it with love. See you next time. Bye.